Hello, this is Who's He TV, and this week it's The Mandalorian, Guns for Hire. Before I begin, I just want to say sorry for no output over the last week or so. I've not been that well. Uh, so obviously there was no uh, review of the previous episode of The Mandalorian or The Bad Batch. Um, I will, however, get round to reviewing the final episodes of The Bad Batch over the coming weeks. Uh, but for today, let's concentrate on this episode of The Mandalorian. Now, obviously I haven't passed comment on the previous episode, but I will say this. It looked great, it brought back Gorian Shard, Mandalorians have returned to Navarro, and it appears that Mandalorians have sprung Moff Gideon before he could reach Troll. So, picking up from last week, Bo-Katan, Din and Grogu head off to Plazia 15 to find the Mandalorians that Bo-Katan once led. Basically, Axe Wall is now leading the Mandalorians and are the guns for hire of the title and are currently hired by the rulers of this planet, Captain Bombardier and the Duchess. But before these rulers allow Bo and Din to meet the Mandalorians, they have to help out with the droid problem. Yes, this planet is full of ex-Imperial and battle droids that have been reprogrammed, but some have gone rogue. We have a problem. Yes. A droid problem. What kind of droid problem? Malfunction. A coordinated malfunction. We think. What makes you think that? The planet's Imperial droids were reprogrammed for peace. I personally oversaw the program. I can assure you they were completely rehabilitated for peaceful purposes exclusively. We thought. They were, my love. I personally oversaw the program. What kind of malfunction? I mean, nothing too serious at first. Unexpected power cycles, deleted task stacks. And then it got worse. Traffic accidents, uh, heavy equipment failures leading to injury. Assault. Assault? So, another mission of the week then. With only two episodes to go, a mission of the week episode is somewhat surprising. But, I can only compare this episode to a side quest in a computer game. Doesn't really add anything to the plot and gives the player a little reward at the end before going back to the main story again. And to be honest, there's not an awful I can say that is positive. The side mission was pointless and the face-off between Bo-Katan and Axwalls was over pretty quickly at the end. All the way through, I never felt there was any genuine threat or peril for any of the protagonists. It just felt, well, really flat. But my main problem with this episode is the stunt casting this week. First off, we have Lizzo as the Duchess and Jack Black as Captain Bombardier. Now... I'm not familiar with Lizzo, she's not an artist I would listen to and neither is that style of music. However, I felt she gave a pretty good performance all round and is certainly better than most pop stars that try their hand at acting. But Jack Black? I'm sorry, I'm somewhat biased when it comes to Jack Black as I can't stand him. He's one of those actors who's just themselves in everything they do. So I never felt I was watching an ex-Imperial officer who is now running a planet, I was just watching Jack Black. The other famous face popping up this week was Christopher Lloyd playing Commissioner Hellgate, Pleasure 15's head of security and also this week's villain. And while his motivations for reprogramming droids was a little bit nair, he's a separatist, it was however nice to hear Count Dooku's name mentioned again and only made me wish that Christopher Lee was still around. Everyone freeze! If I trigger this failsafe, it will convert the planet's docile workforce back into battle droids and unleash them upon the unsuspecting citizens of Plazir. Don't make me do it. There's no way out, Commissioner. Give yourself up. Give up? I never give up. 
I didn't give up to the corrupt republic. I didn't give up to the empire. And I won't give up to you. You're a separatist. Separatist is a pejorative term. I support democracy. Count Dooku was a visionary. So dropping three famous faces into the mix this week took took me right out of this episode. I found it too distracted and somehow less believable. If perhaps we just had Lizzo this episode, who to be fair was one of the few high points, it may have worked better. But all three was just too much. What also hurt me this week was Din Djarin himself. After seemingly getting over his mistrust of droids over the previous seasons, this episode sees him right back at square one, kicking and threatening droids like it was going out of fashion. If you don't start answering questions, I'll yank your memory circuit and dissect it back at the lab. And this character regression seemed to be for one, one purpose only, comedic effect. When you take your hero and make him an utter dick just for that purpose, it does make you wonder what the hell the writers were thinking. It was just bizarre. In fact, this whole episode is just bizarre. In one of the most bizarre moments, the Duchess makes Grogu a knight, despite doing naffle when sitting the episode out. Why do this? Probably because they thought it would look cool. And to this little one, I grant knighthood. You are now a knight of the ancient order of independent regencies. Go in peace, brave travelers, until our paths meet again. Also this week, the usually wonderful cyclorama backgrounds looked half-rendered, in particular the scene where Bo and Din were walking with Captain Bombardier and the Duchess. It looked like the four characters were dropped into a computer game, and it just looked odd. It just really wasn't up to the usual standards. Now, there is one scene in this episode that I called out as far as back as episode two, and that is Bo-Katan is the rightful owner of the Darksaber. Yes, as Din lost the saber to that weird cyborg, Bo-Katan got it back and killed the one-eyed beastie. So technically, it is hers now. And it's not often I'm right about such things, but I will be dining out and getting this right for many years to come. And while some quarters disappointed that Bo and Din didn't fight in order for her to get the Darksaber back, was that ever really on the cards? I don't think it ever was. They had to find a way for Din to give up the dark side without him and Bo fighting. And I think this is a satisfying resolution to that little conundrum. While exploring Mandalore, I was captured and this blade was taken from me. Bo-Katan rescued me and slayed my captor. She defeated the enemy that defeated me. Would this blade then not belong to her? Would it not belong to her? It would. So you're with Bo-Katan wielding the dark side once again and leading the Mandalorians. But where next? Are the Mandalorians that Bo now leads the very ones that sprung Moff Gideon from his prison transport? It looks very likely and very convenient and a little bit, well, boring. I never thought I would say here myself say this, but I'm getting bored. Maybe I'm misremembering previous seasons and I know there were plenty of Mission of the Week's episodes, but none of them come across as boring. There's been plenty of setup this season, but I'm getting tired of it. 
And only two more episodes to go. I can only envisage a mad and messy dash to the finish. And that would be a real shame for a show that I used to think was unmissable. But lastly, isn't Axe Wolves a bloody silly name? You can tell that name was dreamt up by an American because it was a British writer. That name would be watered right down. Chopper Fox is anyone? 